Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. It is a right to left angle for Young Way Koo. Liam McCullough will snap. Pinion spot. The kick is from Koo, and it is good. And Atlanta wins. Sports Radio 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. We're for John and Hugh. Yeah, we are. And we say to you, God morning, Georgia. Morning. And happy new year. And a happy new year to you folks in Woodstock. Out of wonderful. Oh, Woodstock. Yeah, Woodstock. Oh, that's fantastic, man. Around Woodstock. They had the state championship baseball team uh, a couple of seasons ago, and they, they, they're fantastic up that way. Ah, let, me, let me have a something. Up Cherokee County. How you doing, man? Doing okay. We, it's Monday morning, and we're here. And we're here. And some folks are, you know, getting ready to, and you know. And the Scooby-Doo noises in the radio going, what them dudes Yeah, what they doing here, you know. Or, well, you know what? When people like always it. say that, I say, you know, they left the door unlocked, and, you know, we got in. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 they, and nobody they, pulled they, the weapon they, on they, us. They saw us coming, and nobody stopped us. So, so we're here. On this date, yes. January 2nd. And by the way, for those of you who, who don't hear us on the weekends, there's a any number of little insignificant tidbits that we threw out throughout the course of the show, but this one is relevant because it was on this date long time ago. In fact, there was a 17 that started off the year. Ooh. Georgia became the fourth state to ratify the U.S. Constitution. Man. It happened on this day. On I this figure day? I start the show off with that. Okay, all right. Even before I now, even before I talk about West Durham and that call and giving the Falcons the win yesterday, yeah, want to throw this in because if there wasn't no ratification in the Constitution, there'd probably be no West. We Durham. don't know what we have around here. We'd have no West and <laughs> Archer, who's going to be joining us throughout the show. Yes. So yes. yeah, always great to have Dave throwing it out there. But listen, Falcons win. How you like the way they, they Falcons came win? Back. I, I, we, you know, we we were on yesterday morning. Asking people like D-Led and uh, others that we have talked to about the Falcons and and we're going to have a sample size big enough to know what we got in Desmond Ritter and so on. And all those co- questions surrounding this rookie quarterback. I, I, listen, he is progressing in a very nice way that you would like to see rookie quarterbacks. And the dude ain't been in there but a minute and a half. It's not like he started the season as a rookie quarterback. What's the famous words by Kirby? He said, by the time you get to game seven or eight, you ain't a rookie anymore. You're no not more. a rookie anymore. You know, I don't know if we get enough time with him to be able to say that. 
especially considering what he has coming up next week in the final game of the season. But yesterday, he showed himself quite well. Yes, he and, did. And, um, you know, we still combined with the running game. We still got, you know, Tyler Algiers doing, doing some things with the run, run game and some timely defense, uh, and it was great to see. One thing that, that he'll be able to say, uh, the future, that on his way out, J.J. Watt, did get a sack on. He got him. a sack on. Got a sample. And I wonder how, how Ritter feels about that. You know, say, so hey, you know what? I got sacked was by one of the all-time greats. You know, and uh, he's playing one of his next to last games, and I'm on the field with him. Of all the things that that and, and along those same lines, it's funny because Brett Favre not only threw the first pass to himself, right? Is that how that went? He complete his first completion was to himself. Is that, is, that, is that that record he's got? Something like that. And then he's also got the record, or he was the, he was the quarterback who was sacked for the record by Michael Strahan. Now, there's a whole lot of folks who remember that, and they feel like Brett took a dive to help his buddy Michael Strahan out. But that reminded me that when you said that you're on this list, that are you sure you want to be on it? But I'm there, so. Yeah, he's there. You know, he's there. Al, he's there. Listen, I, there's no way in the world his name would have been mentioned had he not thrown that special pitch, and that's Al Downing. It's true. Am I right? Nobody talks about Al Downing, but he was the dude that threw that pitch to Hank Aaron. So, so he remembers that. <laughs> God bless him. We get to talk about him. We get the win yesterday. And so, so Ritter, 19 of 26, 169 yards. Uh, it's a good performance for him. Uh, Algiers goes 83 yards rushing on a touchdown um, on 20 carries yesterday. Yeah. So some impressive numbers uh, as far as that goes. You, you beat a Cardinals team that's, that's kind of banged up, and you go out and you handle your business. You do what you're supposed to do. You get the ball late in the game. You drive down. You uh, you line up and you get the field goal with no time left on the clock. That's how you do it. And so the Falcons have their sixth win of the season. When the season began, that we see this team getting six wins. I don't, you know what? We were We were so focused on this year being – this is going to be Arthur Smith's year. This is going to be, this is going to be the year he puts his thumbprint, fingerprint, if you will, on this team. We're going to see what kind. Is it going to be a little bit like what he had up in Tennessee? Is he going to try and get a Derrick Henry kind of runner? Well, at the end of the season, we got ourselves a pretty good runner. We're, we're enjoying not Derrick Henry, of course. No. But we thought we were going to be fully entrenched in Arthur Smith and what kind of team he was going to have. Well, that's not the case. And of course, we thought. Well, I think that I think we we we're we've, getting there, but we, right. we, we, But Mariota, we, we, we saw we had some to go. we saw some glimpses. We saw some glimpses. Uh, some glimpses. Season. That's it. But and you it'll... thought you were going to be in a better seat, but you just didn't know. And I'm saying all of that. You put the, all of that into a blender. No Matt Ryan this year. You know all that whole regime gone, and what it was going to look like. So was, when I started the season, when I looked at it, at this point, I thought, Yeah, all right. This is this is we're going to have the team that's going to make noise going into next season. And it will be in place at this point. So, I mean, I, I guess this is kind of a push. There's a lot of good news here. And there's still some holes. We talked to D-Led. There's a whole lot of holes on the defensive on side. On the defensive side of the ball. And some and, and, and youth and, and yes. experience. And so that's that's kind of what you saw coming into the season. Some youth, some guys who had a chance to, to carve out their roles, carve out their niche with this defense and doing that. And that's kind of what's happened. You still have some needs, obviously, with this defensive unit. You have some needs. Your secondary, and it's been banged up for much of the season, and you need some help up front, obviously. In between, though, you had some linebackers and some guys who've shown you some things, and you hope that that continues uh, going into the going into to next season. Offensively, you know, you, you hope for more because you have, you know, Pitts, Kyle Pitts is taken away from you. 
and that was someone you you would hope you you like seeing what what Ritter's been able to do. You would love even more to have seen what he could do with Pitts there, you know, as well as Drake London. Uh, but that wasn't the case. And he's, you know, as you would think, he kind of leans on Drake London. Right. These guys have spent so much time from the very first day, you know, coming to this team, being drafted together. They spent so much time together. So it's natural that he would kind of lean on him. So that's been that part has been has been nice to see. But I don't know how many wins people expected to see with this yeah, team. You know, that's the thing. You just you couldn't. Put and, and, and do you measure it in wins? Do, do you measure it in wins? I, I mean, unfortunately, that, that is a yardstick for a lot of folks. But I like some of the progress we saw. We saw it again yesterday. We saw special teams come in and block, block a kick. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean th- that's the kind of thing that you you hope you see uh, w- w- with your special teams going forward. We've had that some this season. We've had a kickoff return for a touchdown. That's that's good stuff, and that's stuff that we haven't been seeing in recent years. So I'm like, let's you know, we talked about building blocks yesterday with yeah. the lady. Talked about how the running game and how the O line has worked well as a for run. They got to get better with their pass block, but with the run block, these dudes are getting, get, you know, these dudes are paving I twenty. You know, they're doing a good job. You out there. you you made a left turn. You went back. To, you went back to the offensive side. I thought you were going to stay on the defense. Okay, stay on the defense. That's, that's okay. That's all right. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two yeah. nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com. We are in for John and you. And by the way, all morning, not just for this break, we're going to be here all morning. Yeah, we in fact, we're going to bleed over into what would be San, Steak and Sandra's show. Yep. So, um. I just thought about this as we sit here and talk about what we thought we were going to see. I'll tell you what I we haven't mentioned that we thought we were all going to see, and that was who was going to play for second place in the division. Because we were giving this to Tampa Bay, weren't we? We thought there was it's no way a, in the yeah, world. Yeah. We thought we were going to see out of number you know number twelve this year when things got started. Now they have they <laughs> tripped into winning the division last night. Yeah, they they that, stumbled into it, but they but they got it. But nobody thought that they were going to you know it was going to be. What was going to happen with quarterback situation in Carolina? We don't know. Um, we, quarterback and coach situation. Coaching situation, same thing. We got a new regime. How is James? What's going on with New Orleans? So the division was in flux, and of course you got Arthur Smith and and everything bright and shiny here with Matt Ryan exiting up to Indianapolis. So everybody was playing for second place in the conversations that were being held. Now, you know. They got the win, but do you feel confident, I guess, in what we're going to see next year in place? And, by the way, as D-Led pointed out yesterday, we got free agency coming up first. Right. Then we got what's coming up in the draft and who's going to be available and, and, and where they pick. So there's still a lot of unknowns, but listen, all things being equal here, it's not a bad seat to be in. No, it's not. Right now. No, it's not. It's not a bad seat to be in. You know, not at all. And then you're curious about this free agency time. And who uh, and who lands here? Because that's the thing. Who has seen what has gone on this season and said, you know what? They kind of need what I got. They kind of yeah. need what I got. And you know, I like what this coaching staff is doing, the direction that is going, and I, I want to be a part of it. You don't know which guys are going to go to their agents and say, hey, I know I'm looking at several destinations. Make sure Atlanta's on my list. Well, as I talked about on the defensive side of the ball, and 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 speaking of people who need some stuff. Grady Jarrett's one of them. He needs some help over on the defensive side. He had something to say about his team yesterday. Man, he's been an amazing spark for us, man. I think uh, whenever we needed to play on offense, he just his numbers keep coming up. You know, whether it's in the screen game, the run game, uh, making stuff happen after contact. You know what I'm saying? I think he just epitomizes what his team is about: toughness, grit, and um, he's he gonna have a really, really bright future. 
talking about Taylor uh, Algier there. Okay. That's who he's talking about in the fact that he's, um, you know, does whatever needs to be done. And you kind of picked up on that from him um, really during rookie camp, you know, when, when, he was, when he came in. Algier was ready to do whatever it took for this team and be physical, be a physical type of running back. And so, uh, you know, as time has gone, he's got more opportunities. Remember, he, he didn't even play the first week of the season. Yep. Uh, and just what he's done progressively. Uh, and I think really the, the the fans and the people have really kind of gravitated to him too. There's a level of expectation now uh, for, for, for what he's been able to contribute to the team. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. One of the things that uh, – we touched on was um, – we're having a little fun with West Durham there, but uh, David Archer, he is going to join us. And, uh, David, we're, are we going to have some fun with David? Absolutely. Well, I don't mean fun because we just enjoyed talking to him, but, I mean, he was supposed to be with us. You know, yeah, well, last we, week, maybe, maybe we made Christmas shopping or something bit. like yeah, that. Yeah. Left us hanging. That's so okay. Well, well, we we got to have a little – Yeah, we'll have some fun with him. <laughs> I can't really get mad at him. No, I mean, man. No, not, not because of the obvious stuff. That dude, if you go back and look at the footage – from what the 85 Bears did. One of the pieces of footage is when they played the Falcons, and he was introduced to Richard Dent in a way that I'm sure he still remembers. That dude got picked up and put down by those 85 Bears. So he he's lived to talk about that. He got all, he got all the respect in the world for me. Yeah. Love me some David Archer. He's going to be joining us coming up later on in the show. Uh, we were supposed to talk Falcons, but let's go around the NFL and some of the things that we saw yesterday. That's up next. It's Sam and Greg. We're in for John and Hugh. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sam and Greg, we are in for John and Hugh this morning and and Steak and Sandra. We're going to be here till 10 a.m. Yes. This morning. So and we're encompassing both. Two, the two of us are filling in for four folks. How about <laughs> <laughs> You want to put it that way. <laughs> That's it. Hey, it just takes two of us. Hey, on this day. Okay. You two, you and Eric, will get this one. I'm, I'm fully confident that you will. On this day, 1879. The first president of the Atlanta Board of Education was named. Do you know who that is? I know you know who it is. I'm going to see if you can guess who it is. No, I'm not sure. Eric? I'm going to say, uh, what's the guy that the the park's named after? Or maybe the library. Candler? Okay. Candler? No. No, that's not it. I'm thinking of Woodruff. Robert Woodruff? Okay, I'll give you a hint. Think of a center fielder for the Giants. Willie Mays? Okay, you're close. Dr. Benjamin Mays. But, oh, Benjamin Lodge Mays. Oh, man, what year you know did what? you give again? I might Pardon? To, I might what, year did, what year did you give again? I, they had here uh, 1879. No. So I, that's why I was going to ask you. Because yeah, I was going to say, be, this be, did not seem right. There wouldn't be 1879. There may be 1979. Well, that's what I was wondering. All right. Because oh, 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 Dr. Mays became the president of Morehouse, and that was in the 50s, I want to say, he became yeah. president of Morehouse. And, a, and after he retired from Morehouse, became yeah. the, basically superintendent of whatever for Atlanta right. Public School. I knew you'd clean this up. See, that's what I'm saying. Well, I, you I know, had I'm questions not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even sure that's the, the right year for him. It may have been more like, more like mid-70s. 
Okay. Because, as far as Atlanta public schools, yeah, because I'm okay, thinking I, I think, can't, you know, I got to know the Morehouse history. I, I have to turn, yeah, I'll yeah, have to turn yeah, in my Morehouse yeah, card yeah, if I, if I, you yeah, know, if I mess that, I, I get this up. into people like Dr. Krim, yeah. maybe yeah. came along around the late late seventies, early eighties when you talk about city. And don't, 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 you know, eighteen seventy nine, Dr. Benjamin Mays named president of Atlanta. Board of Education. Well, they, they, no, they, well, that's not happening. Well, we need to get these folks on. I'm getting this from, from from. Well, I don't want to give them publicity, but it's one of those very accredited sort of places nah. that have museums attached to them. Well, that's you want to. He get was on born in 1894. Okay, again. I love these titles. We, don't you love it when folks catch uh, like <laughs> Wikipedia? They that, catch them at things that well, are you know right there. That's what we just did. Because, again, when I saw it, I was like, this, this, this don't seem right. Now, it could be somebody else with a different name. could be that. There's, there's more than one Michael Jackson, you know. <laughs> Everybody know. goes to their computer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> hey, listen, we got to get into this Valka's win. We got some sound. We will revisit this. It was a dis- I like this. We got something kind of worked up already. But we will come back to this because you have lined up lots of sound from the game yesterday, Eric. And we want to hear from this – this newly anointed quarterback who had himself, I guess, on a scale of one to ten, what would you put his performance at? Well, it was, it was, it was. Uh, well, you eight, say, seven, uh, about, about a seven and a half to eight. Okay, you that's know, what I was putting it. And, and, and he gets a win. It's his first uh, win as an NFL starter, and first and win at home yeah. as well. So here's his thoughts after the game. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, you can't take anything for granted, um, and this is one thing. Obviously, I do not take it for granted. Um, and, you know, coming out here next week, this will obviously be my last game of our, of our rookie season. Um, and, and so, you know, we're not taking any of these games for granted, um, any of these plays for granted. Um, you know, Grady Jarrett, one of our leaders on our team, brought us up, and he said, man, we only get two more opportunities to do this. Um, and, you know, everyone kind of took that, and that's something that we roll with. Here's my question to you two, off the top. Got his, uh, as he just said, last game of his rookie season. Does he face a Tom Brady-led team next week? Why would he? I I, I know, but well, because of the mentality of that guy we're talking about, they can't improve their uh, playoff no, they position. Can't. You're absolutely right. Yeah, That's what I'm can't. saying. Would you sit him, or do you think he's going to sit? Now, the other thing about this season, when you talk about Tampa Bay, at least from my seat, is there's things that would have been in place if Bruce Arians was there versus. Bowls, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I hear you. And it would have rubbed some fun. It would have rubbed some folks the wrong way, but it still would have happened. I'm wondering if that's the case next week. I could, I could absolutely see if there was a conversation where one disagreed with the other, where 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 Bruce Arians and Tom Brady would have some words because Bruce Arians didn't want him to sit. Tom Brady says, "No, I want to play." That mentality may still be there. But we'll see. I, I can tell you one person they won't face. Julio Jones. <laughs> well, yeah, it's true. That's true. And probably some fans were probably kind of marking that game on the calendar, not so much because of Brady, but also hoping to get another glimpse of Julio playing. Well, early in this year, it looked like that game was going to have a lot more meaning to it than it unfortunately is now. You know, it's kind of lost some of its shine because the Falcons are out and the Bucks have backdoored their way into the division and they can't do anything else. Somebody so. just moved here and they're, they're they become friends of yours through work or for whatever reason, but they're from Europe. And they love the NFL. Love the NFL. And you're trying to school them on this game. You're telling them everything that you have to tell them about. And then 
the conversation comes to certain players, and maybe you take them to this game next week, and you start talking about this guy on the sidelines for Tampa Bay named Julio Jones. How do you describe Julio Jones's career right now on January 2nd? Hall of Famer? Not Hall of Famer. I mean, how do you describe? How do you tell somebody about the receiver that Julio Jones is was his total package right now? How do you describe it? Oh, I, I mean, athletically, top no, two no, or his, three. His, his, he was one of the top two or three most athletic wide receivers the NFL has ever seen. Period. Yeah. In his, in his prime, you mm-hmm. know what he, the cliff he fell off in his in his thirties. Great, but in his prime. If he wasn't the most athletic wide receiver, maybe a Randy Moss, maybe a Terrell Owens, because I love Jerry Rice, but Jerry Rice was not the most athletic wide yeah. receiver that I've no. ever seen. Julio probably was, you know. And think about it. Even to this day, even with the numbers that he's putting up now, he still may have the highest receiving average per game. There's one point where he was by far the number one. He had the most yards average per game, and that's over a Megatron who seemed like he put up 200 almost every other game. Right, So. Right. Hall of Famer, first ballot, most athletic wide receiver, most likely maybe could have debated with one or two other guys. Yeah. Okay. I, again, I just, I was just curious. I think that's that. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's a first ballot Hall of Famer simply because they, they, they've been making receivers wait. That's, that's kind of how they, they do have. the, Boy, the, they the, the Hall that. of Fame, kind of make receivers wait. So I, you know, is his first time around? Maybe not. Depends on who's on the ballot with them. Yeah. Depends yeah, on who's on the yeah. ballot with them. But, uh, but, but who's uh, sitting out there that hasn't been in yet that deserves to get in? I've been seeing a lot of Isaac Bruce's and Tory, you know, um, Tory, Tory, Tory Holt. Tory Holt. I mean, those I think, guys. I think that's the. I think that's one of the next guys for sure. Them dudes from Greatest Show on Turf and. I well, that, that's Holt. Yes, yeah, I mean, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem with Holt is his his prime was probably only six years, and Julio's prime was ten straight years of unbelievable wide receiver play. And then again, you get into that thing that people measure you by. Holt got the ring. Yeah, Julio did. I'm just saying, they do they, do they do do that. Yeah. Holt yeah. must not have made a lot of friends in the media because some of his we, some of the percentages of the votes that he gets really surprises me. Yeah, especially when he was first on there. I mean, there was no ifs ands or buts. At one point, Holt was our wide receiver one in the league as far as stability. Now, Larry Fitzgerald, yeah, will be. That's a little, he'll be yeah, unanimous. They'll have the doors open for him. Yeah, yeah he'll be unanimous yeah. because he's loved in the media. He's loved on the field. Walter Payton Manning. And why? Ear. And why is is that? He he's one of those dudes again. He falls into that category: the Tim Duncan's, the Jimmy Johnsons, the all-time greats who are like you go, oh yeah. And then there's him. Larry Fitzgerald falls into that yeah, now, know, without the rings. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, but I, 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 don't, that. I, don't, I don't know if he falls into that category. I mean, he's always kind of kind of kind of stood out and um, been. That kind of a presence, and like you said, the media does. The media gravitates to him. I mean, since, since he landed from Pitt out there, so I mean, that's that's the thing. And it's he like, keeps and, and he still keeps his career. name out there in, in positive light and whatnot. You know, he's playing more golf these days. Yeah, and 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 from his backside. And, and the thing about it is, he <laughs> ne- he never did a formal like farewell or what. I think a lot no, of people a lot of people wanted a player like that. Could have had a great, you know, tour at the different places. They would have honored him and whatnot. It seems like he kind of didn't want that. So you talk about a guy. You talk about a Tim Duncan. That's kind of Tim Duncanish. He didn't want to make a big deal about, you know, okay, I'm not going to play anymore. He just kind of drifted off 
and people start and people finally stopped asking, "Hey man, you gonna play again? Here's, hey man, you gonna play anymore?" And, and here's you know, and nobody asked, <laughs> people eventually no, start, right. people eventually stop. Just like Barry Sanders, people eventually stop well, asking the question. You knew he wasn't going back. He wouldn't give that money back to the Fords. You know, he just wasn't doing. And they ran. I mean, jeez, don't get me started in them, folks. Yeah, running two Hall of Famers out of the city. Yep, yep. And and put a red carpet out for another guy to let him leave. Well, you just mentioned it, but look at this year, who's still in contention going into the last week. Cold pumpkin pie and all. Yeah, they are. We can use that. I love that. <laughs> and by the way, you can go see that picture on Twitter. Sam, Sam got some cold pumpkin pie for me the other day. I, I, I was. I wanted to ask you guys, because um, we're, we're talking about these quarterbacks, and and um, oh, please don't let me lose my train of thought because oh, I, no, I really do wanted to get don't lose, don't <laughs> lose, Sam don't and lose. Greg Sports Hang Radio ninety two nine the game ninety two nine the game dot com in for um, John and Hugh. Oh, it had to do with what to do. Oh, uh, mm. you know what? I can't think of it right now, but I tell you what we do have ready. What's because that? we heard from Desmond Ritter earlier, but let's hear what his coach had to say about him playing yesterday. He's able to adjust. He keeps his cool in tight moments. Um, you know, just from if he made a mistake a week or two ago, he fixes it. You know, even the throw, you know, CP, obviously they called it incomplete, but he had that same throw last week and he put it high. And then this one, he pelt, ripped it right on the back shoulder put it where he needed to, and uh, stuff like that. It was encouraging to see play, play extension, his pocket awareness, because, um, again, Arizona was throwing everything they had at him, and they had some good, you know, some good rushers they have up front, some veteran guys. Now, that's nice to hear Coach say that. But, does, did, but does that mean we're not going to draft the quarterback? Sounds like it to me. Does, it, does that what it sound like? Well, Eric, listen, that, hey. It sounds like we're not going to draft quarterback. Is that what I is certainly that, hope is, so. is, is that what we're hearing? I certainly hope so. There's a guy with initials TF we need to hear from, but I most certainly hope so. I think what we saw yesterday and what we'll see hopefully next week shows he's telling you guys, hey, check this QB off your, your clipboard. I, I, this one's done. So we don't draft one at all, even one that could be a backup. Well, Free depend- agent. Hang on a second. But, but to draft one, to draft one, you're going to get one of them top guys because it depends on where their draft position is. And moreover, who's going to be available? Now, a lot of these guys like Mariota, they just kind of checked out and went and, and got themselves fixed because their team's out of it. Or oh, another one that went down yesterday. I would love a healthy um, Nick Foles in this on this team, but he's not. I don't know if he's going to be healthy by next season. Yeah. He went down. Um, I know a guy that I would like if, and I know his contract's up, even though they might let him not let him leave town. I want Bridgewater. Give me Teddy. Teddy Bridgewater is the ultimate backup quarterback. Yes, he, get, he got he got hurt yesterday. He got hurt oh, he'll yesterday. be ready by. He'll be ready by. Oh, listen to September. you. September. Oh, he'll be ready. Yeah, <laughs> you know, he'll be ready by September. He's the ultimate backup quarterback in this league. What I was going to ask you guys because the uh, the wide receivers we were talking about, a couple of them came from some teams um, that were special, and I think. And as we started this off, as you'd mentioned, which is true, going back to the Pittsburgh Steelers Hall of Fame got a problem with putting wide receivers in, or at least they make them wait, as you said. Yeah. But if you're on a team where your side of the ball has a name, I would think that you would be in there a lot quicker. So if you're part of the greatest show on turf, all those all yeah. those key receive all those key positions, them dudes should be in the Hall of Fame. The Marx brothers. Marino's yeah. in. Yeah. Is Clayton and Duper in? No. Nah. Eh, but but know. but that's that's what we talked about, the quarterbacks to pick up the big numbers and guys who have to go in rather them. And that's what happened with, with Marvin Harrison Sr. Uh, Jr. was pretty impressive the other night that because the other he thing. was the guy that was catching those passes from Peyton Manning. They didn't have a name, so, though. So me, no, they didn't, no, they didn't have a name. But, I mean, when you got a quarterback that's putting up those kind of numbers and whatnot, somebody's catching the ball. That's what I was going to ask you about. You were surprised you didn't see more Marvin Harrison? I wasn't because of 
other things, but this was a time for us to be reintroduced, the audience to be reintroduced to Marvin Harrison during Ohio State's run. Why? Because he was a, because everything you just said. You don't. I ain't heard from Marvin Harrison other than the situation that he was a, allegedly connected with yeah. years ago. But you What's don't hear son's, that much. What's the son's term? Man, dude, they do this all the time. They revisit. I'll tell you one today. You know whose birthday it is today? Calvin Hills. Okay. When Grant was doing something, you always heard you got reintroduced to Calvin Hill and what kind of running back he was for the Cowboys, and 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 what he did for his son, and and the craziness that his he was an all time great, uh, you know, football player and running back, and yet his son chose basketball. I was just surprised that I didn't see more Marvin Harris. Marvin Harrison pieces as Ohio State. Um, yeah, but you know, you know what though, you you had, you had several former NFL players on that on that uh, kids on on that uh, but he's Ohio an State all, team. But that, he's special you know? though, you know that Marvin Harrison is different. And so, I, like I said, that was just for me. Speaking of special, there's a message we want to get to you folks. Thanks to um, Paulding County Fire Department. You a friend of the show? If you again, we're in for John and Hugh. But if you listen to us on weekends, we have a guy that we talk to regularly, Deputy Chief Brandon Newsom. And they're doing some stuff up there in Paulding County. They're one of many departments that are looking for for, for new folks. But Brandon's on our show, so we're going to have him come on. But there's something special that they're doing, a message that he wants to pass on to the audience. So we're going to talk to him next. Before we get to the top of the hour, Mr. Crenshaw is going to let us know what's going on locally. It's Sam and Greg in for John and Hugh. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Trailers for sale or rent Rooms to let 50 cents No phone, no pool, no pets Ain't got no cigarettes But Look at you, two tech. hours <laughs> of pushing Sports Radio, 92.9thegame.92.9thegame.com It's Sam and Greg. We are in for John and Hugh, and I would bet the rent that you didn't. Hang on. King of the road step on that. That's one of them songs you heard all your life. You start finger popping. I'm, I played that for our guests, but you, when you woke up this morning, you didn't think he was going to hear some Roger Miller, no, did you? No, no, but that's okay. That's right. He, uh, it would have been his birthday today. All right. That's why we threw some Roger on there for you. And it's one of them songs. Now, that's going to be stuck in everybody's head all day. At least just, I just, hope just, so. Just a finger pop. And that, that first little bit. Finger pop is going to be. Trailers for sailor. And you can't get that voice. It um, won't go away, the finger pop. <laughs> we got to bring in our guest. And I know he was singing it, too. I know he was. <laughs> I know Brandon was sitting there. Deputy Chief Brandon Newsom from Paulding County. Happy New Fire. Year. Happy New Year, Pops. Happy New Year, gentlemen. There you do. Hey, listen, it, it has been way too long since we've talked to you. Uh, I go back with you a while, but we've introduced you to our audience on yep. our Saturday and Sunday show. From the the you know we call D letter Renaissance man. This is this is another one of them dudes. Yeah, he got all kinds of stuff. There's a lot of layers. And don't sit down with a card deck with him. Oh, don't you don't uh-oh, you hear him laughing? Uh-oh, uh-oh. Do not sit down and play poker with this dude. You've been warned. <laughs> okay, you have been warned. He is quite successful <laughs> at it. Like I said, he has he has many traits. But um, Chief Brandon from um, like I said, Paulding County Fire. First of all, thank you for getting up and being a part of the show this morning. And uh, I want to talk about a couple things. One is, we had John last year, and you talked about the job fair, or the, the, the um, if I'm saying that correctly, the event that Paulding County Fire Department put on to just start recruiting people. 
And you're doing it again, um, what, a couple months or a month or so from now? February 4th. Tell us about it, Brandon. All right. So, uh, of course, we're, uh, we're actively seeking new employees in Paulding County, uh, public safety in general, uh, fire department, sheriff's department, 911, uh, animal control, and the marshal's office. Um, we're just starting to advertise for the job fair. Uh, we're going to put up a couple of billboards, we think, uh, put some social media out on it. It'll be February 4th at the Paulding County Courthouse uh, in, da- in Dallas, Georgia, from 10 o'clock to 4 o'clock. I mean, 10 o'clock to 2 o'clock. Um, if you're interested in public safety in any division, we'd love to talk to you and, and show you what we got. Um, Paulding's a, a smaller part department than some of the bigger departments in the metro area, but we've got a really uh, aggressive um, benefit and retirement package. Our uh, starting pay is very competitive with all the other departments. Um, it's really a great place to work. If uh, you're interested, we'd love to talk to you. Deputy Chief Brandon, what should someone bring with them? If they come there, is there something you uh, would like for them to to bring? Uh, you can, I mean, you can bring a resume. Um, we're basically just we're just wanting to talk to people that are interested. Um, you just tell us what's going on, what, how long you've been interested. I mean, if you've been in public safety before, uh, that's that's a plus, of course. But uh, we do hire directly off the street and put you through all the actually pay you to put you through all the training. Well, that's what I wanted um, to ask you, because last time when you were here, you actually broke down somewhat the training, the weeks, the days, whatever, the, the length of it. And it was kind of interesting to me. Could you just kind of, again, capsulize all that? Once the you know the paperwork and everything in the beginning um, has been taken care of, once you guys start this, because I don't know, how long does, you know, Sam, do you know right, how long the training sure. is for a fireman? How's that work, And you are being compensated during this time? Yeah, yeah you get paid during training, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's one of the great things. I mean, all the training's paid. So, uh, a new, a, someone that comes to the job fair that was new to the game and wanted to get in public safety, I'm going to speak for the fire department only. Uh, you would fill out an application, of course, and go through a, a application process. And once all you were once you were cleared for the hiring, um, you'd probably be cleared with 12 to 16 other people. We start a usually a 12 to 16 person recruit school. Currently, we're doing EMT school first, which is emergency me- medical technician school. Um, that's about 16 weeks, or that's, I'm sorry, that's about 12 weeks, five days a week. Um, you get paid your annual salary to go to EMT school. Uh, we will, in 12 weeks, we'll turn you into a, a advanced EMT. Um, once you graduate EMT school, we send you over to fire school. Uh, that's a, a really aggressive 16 weeks of fire school. And uh, once you complete our recruit school, you're a, a firefighter one EMT in the state of Georgia. Um, and like I said, you get paid your annual salary, benefits, compensation the whole time during training. You ever think about being a fireman when you were growing up? No, not seriously until I visited and I found out they cook a lot of good food. <laughs> okay. and, and that's the – no, that's they do. I know. I'm not disagreeing with you. you I, I, I have a very good friend of mine from high school who retired from DeKalb as a fireman, and I went to visit him a couple of times, at the play, and there was always something good to eat around it. Yeah, well – God bless these folks because I grew up looking at a whole different package, and they cho- they showed them fires up in Chicago where like the the, the cables were froze because they'd be trying to put fires out in February and January, and you know what the temperatures like. Yeah, you get man. that water coming out, and then it's freezing on the phone. You know, the we had a telephone. few of those scenarios last weekend. Well, I was uh, going to ask you, yeah, did, you have, really? did, did you make it through last weekend? You know, we did. We, we did. Uh, we had a, we had a couple of house fires, unfortunately, but uh, all the guys made it through, and uh, they. Uh, we're, we're glad we're on the backside of what we don't see too often down this way. 
And let me just say this, right? Sam and Greg, uh, Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We're in for John and Hugh. But one of the things that Sam and I regularly do on our show is we try to find these pockets where there's a need for jobs. I mean, t- trying to help people out in these areas. And so we've reached out to other um, locations around the city, if you are around the state of Georgia, if you have a need for fire, Police, whatever it may be, let us know, and we'll put it out there for you know folks in that community. Absolutely, very um, much. Before we get rid of, uh, get rid of. <laughs> this is a friend of mine. I can talk to you like this, Deputy Chief Brandon. Um, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about a program that you guys are doing right now. And there's a video out there. Tell them where they can see it. But first, I want you to talk about clothes before you doze. What is that about okay. in this, this program that you guys have going on? So, so with the fire department, everyone's probably heard stop, stop drop, and roll. Uh, that's, a, that's a saying that the fire department throws out there to all the younger kids, and I mean, even in all fire safety classes. One that's not so well known is Close Before You Doze. Close Before You Doze is a national campaign talking about the importance of closing your bedroom doors before you go to sleep at night. Um, there, is a, there is a huge difference um, when there's a house fire, a uh, hazardous situation in a home, if the bedroom doors are closed uh, versus open. I mentioned the house fires last weekend. We did run a house fire last weekend. At three, our units responded at 3 o'clock in the morning. And about 5.15 in the morning, I got a video text from uh, one of my firefighters showing the difference in an outside hallway uh, versus a children's a child's bedroom. Um, they showed a video of the walking down the hallway, and the hallway was completely burnt. Outside of the bedroom door was, was falling apart. It was burnt so bad. They walked in the bedroom and closed the door, and the, there was virtually no damage in the child's bedroom. This was a 10-year-old's bedroom. Uh, what that does, of course, it buys time. I mean, it keeps the hazardous atmosphere out of the, the bedroom, child or adult, um, longer to give you time to, to get out of bedroom windows uh, or responders to get there and, and get you out of the bedroom windows. And um, that video has been posted on Fallen County's Facebook page. It's an incredible um, video to watch and see the difference um, when the bedroom door is closed at night versus open. And like, that is a national campaign, Close Before You Doze. Um, i like for everyone to take a look at it and pass the word. Um, if you save one life, it would be great. Yeah, I sent Sam. I sent you that video. Yeah. He sent it to me. It, it, it's one of those that when you start it, you know, you just you stay focused on it. And um, anyway, listen, Brandon, uh, as always, we can't thank you enough. Uh, we will continue to push, and uh, we'll put this information out on our website, close before you doze, but also the job fair again, February 4th, Paulding County Courthouse. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And the time again is when? February 4th, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Right. Like I said, it'll be for all Paulding County public safety. All county public safety. And, again, to everybody else, uh, all the other communities, all the other counties, if you if you have this need, if you have something like that coming up, you know, listen, we love Brandon. We love having him on the show. We talk about this one up in Paulding County. But we're trying to help everybody in our listening area. So if there is a need, reach out to me and Sam. You can get Sam. Uh, tell everybody where they can send something to you. Uh, on, uh, always Twitter. on Twitter, at, at, uh, at Sam Crenshaw 23, at Sam Crenshaw 23 on Twitter. And Sam.Crenshaw at Odyssey.com, Greg.Clarkson, yep. Odyssey.com. And um, we will happily put this information out for you. Hey, Brandon, how'd you like the Bulldogs? You know, and how you like the way uh, these guys are looking heading into this national championship game? Go dogs. Oh, you didn't? Okay, Brandon, apparently you didn't give up. We want to make sure that you have the website information out there. So tell people where the best website is to seek all this information. All right, so for the job fair, just go to paulding.gov, P-A-U-L-D-I-N-G.gov. 
that's a, that we're going to put some uh, information on the job fair on the county website. And then the, all the department Facebook pages, of course, will have the job fair posted. And uh, you can see the video from the fire for close before you doze at, at the Paulding County Fire Department Facebook page. All right, Chief, listen. Excuse me, Deputy Chief. Because I don't even chief. But the other, say his name again, the, the chief's name, because I always forget it, and I need to write it down. <laughs> he, he's going to kill me, too. <laughs> Maybe he's still asleep this morning and he didn't catch that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll tell him I said good morning when you see him. Um, listen, man, enjoy the rest of your day, and thank you as always for getting up and being a part of the show. Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good day. All, All right. right. Thanks chief a lot. Brandon Newsom. Right, listen, there was some information I thought we needed to get out there. Absolutely. Beginning of the year, you know, we're trying to help folks out and – Get them some jobs and let them know where they can find them. Yeah, I ain't got to go take them, but we're going to let you know where they are, just like casting right. call. Absolutely. You're going to know where to find them at here. Moving into the 7 o'clock hour. Oh, it has been a minute since we've had him on, and he is a papa since the last time we've had him on. Deshaun Tate is going to join us coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, and Mr. Crenshaw is going to let you know what's going on locally here up next. Sam and Greg, we're in for John and you. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 